Hello, New Jersey Devils fans, and welcome to the Locked On Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Julia Kender, and I'm here to bring you the latest and greatest in Devils news, opinions, and analytics. All right, guys, so I have a few things that I want to talk about today, some of it being uh, the game from Friday, some of it being uh, special team stuff, a look into the Metro Division, just some little things. Um, I do want to mention that the uh, Devils had their Halloween party, so that's really fun. Uh, looking at all the costumes is really a trip. Um, I'm pretty sure the Devils Instagram posted most of them uh, to their story or in a post. Um, the Jespers were matching in their costume, which was great. I don't really know what they were. I think they were some sort of like 80s aerobics instructor. I'm not 100% sure. Um, they all had some really good costumes. Most of them went pretty all out. Um, there's a group picture of most of the team. It's just really great. Um, I know Corey Schneider hosted it. Um, on the Devil's Instagram today, he said that he <laughs> might not host it again. Uh, I'm sure it was a big undertaking, but it looked really fun, and it's really fun for the fans to see that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, the Halloween party happened. Halloween's obviously this weekend, but with their back-to-back this weekend, they probably don't have time for that. So they did it on a time where they had a few days off, which I think is smart. Anyway, enough about that. Um, Now I want to jump into a new segment that I'm going to include on uh, most Mondays, and I'm calling it Heinz's Ketchup Corner. And essentially, it'll be a recap of the weekend, um, just going over if there was a game, what practices were like, different things like that. So essentially, it's just going to be like a recap of the weekend. Um, Today, I am focusing on Coach Hines uh, talking about the game on Friday. Um, So I wanted to play a a few seconds of his post-game. So let's go into that. I mean, mean, if, if you look at the overall game, we played a good hockey game. So, you know, you can get into nitpicking here or there. Unfortunately, when we made a mistake, it wound up in the back of our net. And I think that was the difference in the game. So I really liked what he said here because that's exactly how I feel about the game. I feel like every time that they had a little mistake, the Coyotes were able to grab onto it and capitalize on it. Um, I really think that they didn't play a terrible game. I think that they deserve to come out with a point or two. However, they obviously didn't. Um, I don't think the team should be, like, ashamed (laughs) or anything like that. I don't think fans should really be that angry about it because they played a decent hockey game. They played what I think was a full 60 minutes. They just had some sloppy turnovers and some bad decisions made. Um, And the Coyotes were just the better team that night. They were just able to come out on top and that's that. Um, 
Something else Coach Hines said that really uh, stuck with me. Uh, I'm going to read the quote right now. It's, you can't line change when you're in the neutral zone. And we changed and we turned it over. So they're talking about one of the goals against right now. Um, and it was just a small, you know, not really small because it ended up with a goal. But it was a seemingly small um, mistake that I'm pretty sure it was Jack Hughes made. And it's just a learning curve with him. He's still learning the system. He's still learning the NHL and how to make smart plays and I think that that kind of shows um, just in those little moments like that. Other than that though, um, I think that Jack Hughes played a really good game. I think he's been playing better and better each game um, since the season started. Uh, Coach Hines really said something um, about his development and how he's been progressing in his post game. Um, it was really positive and it made me feel really good about um, that relationship there because you never want a coach who who benches the young guys or scratches the young guys as like a learning lesson. I know that like sometimes benching can be like helpful and cutting time for different players can be like a message but scratching like healthy scratching young guys because they had one bad turnover in the neutral zone. I know some coaches do that and some coaches think that that's the way to go. I personally do not like that approach. And I like that Coach Hines didn't really dwell on Jack Hughes making a mistake in the game and he's more looking at his overall performance and how he's been producing um, since the start of the season. So that's enough for that segment. Let's get into talking about the power play. So on Friday night, the Devils had five power plays and they scored on one. Now I know what you're thinking, that's not great. And it's not, but it's better than it used to be. It's better than the start of the season even. Um, I don't know. I think that scoring on one and they've scored on a few in the past few games, I think that that's a good start. Um, yeah, it's nothing huge. It's not a big game changer, but it's a good start. And it's a good start to make it a game changer. And the rest of the power plays looked okay. Like, they had a lot of chances. They just didn't capitalize on them. And honestly, the Coyotes goaltender made some insane saves on the doubles. I think that that had a lot to do with the or the Coyotes' success, um, and that had to do with us not being able to capitalize on the power play. Now, while I'm on the topic of goaltending, because I do think that the goaltending in the New Jersey Coyotes game needs to be talked about, um, Mackenzie Blackwood let in four goals on 16 shots. That's not ideal. However, if we look at his body of work for this season so far, he's played well. He's kind of played up and down, um, looking back to that Buffalo game. But consistently, he's played pretty well. Um, I don't think that this is anything to be concerned about. I think it was an off day for him. However, I wouldn't be surprised if Schneider got the start for the Tampa Bay game on Wednesday. 
Um, something else that Hines said in his post game, just jumping back there really fast. Um, he didn't blame Blackwood right out. He was like, he wanted to look at the tape and wanted to see what the goals looked like. Um, probably to see, you know, if the blue line could have helped more, um, if there was really nothing he could do on them. Um, so he didn't outright blame Blackwood, which I think was also really good. Um, I'm not one to really talk good about Coach Hines usually, but I do like the way he's been treating his players this season, especially with how they haven't been the best team. He could easily be taking it out on them, and I think that it's really good that he's not. Um, but that's just the human side of me and the human side of hockey. So let's look ahead to this week. This week we have uh, Wednesday, we have Tampa Bay. Friday, we have the Flyers, and then Saturday, we have Carolina. So Wednesday and Friday are both home games, and then they fly out to Carolina for Saturday. Uh, Friday and Saturday are obviously a back-to-back. I'm excited for this week because we finally have consistent Devils hockey back, which it feels like it's been forever. Um, So Wednesday is against Tampa Bay, who hasn't been as good as they should be or as good as they were last year um so that that'll be an interesting game and then friday against the flyers is kind of like a redemption kind of thing going on because their home opener we lost um so hopefully we can you know redeem ourselves there and then saturday against carolina who's also pretty high in the standings right now for the metro division um and doing pretty well I think that it'll be crucial for those, for that back-to-back especially, uh, for us to prove what we are in the Metro, to prove that we're a team that can contend with all these other teams, you know? Um, speaking of the Flyers game, uh, I think that it'll be really fun for you guys to listen to a collaboration between me and the two Flyers girls uh, for Locked On. Um, so that'll be coming at you Uh, probably Friday before the game. Um, We're recording it this week. It'll be really fun. You'll get kind of to hear both sides of both teams. Um, It'll be a really interesting podcast, and I really hope you guys tune into that. Uh, I will definitely be talking about it on my social media um, so that you guys can keep up with it. Now let's take a look at the Metro Division. Um, The Devils are currently in last place, which is not the most ideal. However, they have only played nine games, which is the fewest amount of games played tied with the New York Rangers, who have who are seventh in the standing, one above the Devils. So let's just look at the standings right now. Um, Washington's in the lead with 13 games played, eight wins, two losses. Um, the New York Islanders are number two. Then is Carolina, so that's going to be a really big game because Carolina is really high in the standings right now. And if we can prove that we can hang with them, then we're going to really make a name for ourselves in the Metro. This Metro division is so competitive this year, and it's going to be really good to see the Devils um, come out on top on these next few games um, and really prove that they're going to be another team that can contend with all these other teams. They're not just going to be a throwaway team for the division. 
Um, now I want to get into a segment that I want to call Julia's Jersey Jump Ahead. And it's just me looking at this upcoming week and it'll be me talking about like my predictions, um, what I think is going to happen. Um, I might also include the segment on some Fridays looking into the weekend if there's uh, big games coming up. But for now, I'm going to put it on Mondays, see how it does there. Maybe we'll rearrange things later on. Um, so let's start with the Tampa Bay game on Wednesday. I think that we're actually going to win against Tampa Bay. Um, I think that I don't know who's going to get the start in net, but I think that our goaltending overall is more solid, and I think that we'll be able to pull it out. Tampa Bay has not been doing well, as I mentioned before. Well, they're doing fine, but they're not doing as well as they would like to be doing, um, and I think that the Devils can really take advantage of that, especially with it being a home game. Um, they can kind of set the pace and set the tone of the game um, and I think that that'll be kind of crucial for them. Um, then let's get into the Flyers. I really want to say that they'll win. I do. But I'm not sure. So the Flyers have had some issues with the past few games that they've played. Um, they've been very high-scoring games and not necessarily in a good way for the Flyers. Um, they... They've had some goaltending issues. Carter Hart hasn't been on top of his game the past, like, three games that he's played. I think he's been pulled twice out of three games. Um, however, Brian Elliott, their backup, has been playing phenomenally. He's been really pulling it out for the Flyers and really keeping them in the game um, with every game that they've been playing. So I think that maybe we'll win. I'm not... I'm not that confident going into this game. I think the Flyers really are going to be looking for this win. Um, I think that it's going to be a tight game. I think it'll be really close. Um, and I'm not sure who the f who it'll favor. And then Carolina. I want to be really positive and optimistic with this game. I think that the Devils can come out strong. Um, I think that they have had enough rest... <laughs> the past like week and a half that playing these games back to back won't be that much of an issue for them um or I would like to think that at least and I think that they'll come out on top maybe for Carolina so all in all I think they went against Tampa Bay maybe they go into like overtime or something with the Flyers um so hopefully they can get a point out I don't think they went against the Flyers and I think they win against Carolina. Now I'm going to talk about um, injuries. So something came out today that was not ideal. Um, Connor Carrick broke his finger in practice on Thursday and he had surgery. Um, I wanna say it was today, not 100% sure. They just said that he had surgery. And he's going to be out for four to six weeks. Um, Hines said to expect Carrick out for an extended period. Um, so this is really a blow to the Devils' blue line. Now, Connor Carrick isn't a flashy defenseman. He doesn't 
like put up insane numbers, but he's a steady presence. He's a consistent presence for us. And within the first few games of the season, I was really able to tell when he was out there. Like he was really fighting for puck battles, being aggressive on the puck, and being aggressive with hits. So I think that this is going to be a big hit to the Devils defensive lines. Um, I I don't know what they're going to do. Maybe they'll call somebody up because Will Butcher's still out too. Uh, so maybe they'll call somebody up from Binghamton. I'm not really sure who that would be. Um, let me know who you guys think or would want to be called up from Binghamton because I really don't know right now who they would call up um, to help out with this. Because if he's out four to six weeks, you know, they kind of need an extra body, even if it's just an extra D-man um, and not really playing consistently, they need that extra body. Granted, Carrick's only played four games. However, I liked how he looked in those four games that he has played. I think any hit to the Devil's Blue Line is going to be pretty impactful right now because it's just a little inconsistent. Um, so I think that regardless, taking hits is not the best idea for the Devil's Blue Line. Now, I know that we can't really control it and they can't really control if they get injured, but I don't think it'll be, you know, in the their best interest right now. Um, so I really think that they should call somebody up, be that extra D-man. Um, I just, I'm really not sure who they should call up. Um... Anyway, Connor Carrick has played in four games. He has one assist, um, and he's a minus three. Uh, he has no goals. So Connor Carrick, as I mentioned earlier, though, isn't really a goal scorer. He's more of a defensive defenseman. So, yeah, that's that for the injury report from me. So now let's talk about the lines. So I'm sure they're going to change tomorrow. But today, as Amanda Sign reported, that the lines are the same as practice on Saturday. So we all know how I feel about those lines. I don't like them, especially because, oh my God, in the game, that fourth line cost us so much. Like, wh why would you keep both Jespers out and keep the Bruisers line out? Like, keep both Jespers as extras and keep the Bruisers line playing. Why? I don't get it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, did Coach Hines not watch that fourth line at, in the game on Friday? Like, I let me know. I don't get it. Um, I think that, like, the Bruisers line is good for some things and not good for others. And they didn't really prove themselves at, on in the game. I think that Boquist and Bratt are both way better players than Hayden Wood and Rooney. Um, and I think that they should be getting the time. Um, I, I don't know. I think they should be getting the ice time. I think they should be getting the playing time. I don't see why they're being put as extras. I don't know what Coach Hines is thinking about this. Um, it just doesn't compute with me. I don't get it. Um, Brat and Bofist put up more consistent numbers and are better with the puck than Rooney, Wood, and Hayden. They are smarter with the puck, and they don't create sloppy turnovers and sloppy 
uh, puck battles and give up on things like the fourth line of Friday's game did. But that's just me. Uh, let me know what you guys think about having that line still. Again, they could change by the game on Wednesday. It's only Monday. But I just, I don't like that. I don't like the look of it. I don't like that look for the team. Um, I don't know what Coach Hines is thinking. So, yeah, that's about it for me today, guys. Um, I just want to plug my own social media for you. Um, I'm JK underscore Kender on Twitter and Locked on Devils on Twitter as well. Uh, so follow both of those, please. Um, and come interact with me. Like, talk to me, hang out with me, talk to me during the game on Wednesday. Um, send me some questions that you have or some ideas that you have. Like, if there are certain things you really want me to talk about, like, hit me up send me a dm or a twitter or a tweet um and tell me that you want me to talk about those things because i will definitely incorporate them in my next podcast because i love getting feedback from you guys i love when you guys interact with me i love hearing your points of views so keep that up please because it makes me happy and it makes this podcast more catered to you guys and that's what i want i want this podcast to be about you it's for you, so it should be what you guys want to be listening to. So next time, uh, hopefully I'll have a few questions to answer or a few comments to go over. Other than that, um, that's about it. I hope you guys enjoyed this one, and I will talk to you next time. Bye!